Hello, hello, and welcome to the good shit. I know I promised last time that I was going to go into these stories, and I'm a little bit reluctant because it's quite real, but I think as long as I don't name names, it should be legal. <laughs> um, so essentially, uh, just like a little walkthrough basically my sexual history like why am i talking about this is anyone interested in this like really not necessarily in chronological order because um to be honest i can't really even remember a lot of these things um i'll just start with a little anecdote about being at this uh, in this pub and um there was this big event going on, and I was there to essentially meet someone, but um, you know, like a like a almost like a celebrity, basically. And uh, there were some other people that gathered around. I got there early, and then I saw them. I saw them. Through, I was inside, and they were outside, and I saw them through the window. And I kind of I went there for them, and I wanted to be like, hey, you know, and just talk to them or whatever. But um, I just kind of realized I like I I wasn't that interested actually, so I just ended up hanging around. And I, I was on my own at that point. So um, this group of people came in, like three of them, and uh, uh, you know they were just playing pool and they started talking to me. And um, I you know they said to play pool with them, so I said yeah sure, and then. Um, a couple of them left, and I was just left with this guy, and, um, I, you know, I didn't think he was into me or anything, you know, again, at this point, I was a lesbian, uh, I think pretty much all these stories, uh, refer to that period of my life, and I was pretty sure that I also looked like a lesbian, and I, I just, I wanted to, I wanted people to know that I was, gay and for guys not to hit on me uh and for other lesbians to know that I was lesbian basically because when you are a sexual minority and everyone is just assumed to be straight it, it's very difficult to kind of navigate that with people and make sure that they assume the right thing about you so I just thought you know surely hopefully it's kind of obvious that I'm a homosexual a homosexual <laughs> a homosexual woman at that point so anyway this you know just playing pool with this guy and then and then we leave and it was close to the station so i just say goodbye and then this guy was like oh you know let's let's kiss right and i was kind of like um i'm gay so i'm not sure about this um and I was feeling kind of bummed out that I didn't end up talking to the this person that I was actually that I actually went there for. Um, so I thought, you know, why not? Um, I just split up with someone that I was in a relationship with. Um, so I, I, you know, I thought I'm not that person that just goes and have sex goes and have has sex with everyone. As a result of that, but I totally became that person. <laughs> I definitely did that. Um, so I was like, yeah, okay. Um, so I made up with this guy, and I was just thinking, oh, this is 
this is like really not great. Like, you know how mundane something can be and you're just like, okay, this, this could be great, but it definitely isn't. I was just like really uncomfortable, but like it was, it was really crowded and, you know, it was, we were in a sea of strangers and, and there was almost a sense of dissociation and just being like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not even experiencing this, whatever. And that's definitely like a big, a big thing there. But just on the note of um, wanting for people to know, you know, my sexual orientation, um, it's like really bizarre thing happened once I was in a, in a park and um, I had like medium length hair, not quite fully short, but pretty relatively short. And um, I was just in this park, just chilling and uh this man approached me and just said uh you know lovely lovely weather and i was like yeah very nice and then he got close and just sat next to me and just started talking about um how he works in a restaurant and uh you know asked me if i've got facebook and then asked to take a picture of us together and i was like okay slow down like what the fuck is going on I was like, you know, he really wasn't leaving. So I had no choice but to literally say, just go. Like, just telling him to literally fuck off. Uh, It was really strange. And I was just, I was really uncomfortable. I just, I thought, surely I'm not interested. Not, Not that anyone just existing in a park should look like they're interested in someone approaching them for such a bizarre request and in a kind of creepy way. Uh, but I was just even more kind of uncomfortable because um, I thought I looked pretty gay and I didn't expect to be hit on by some guy. And I think that's when I was like, okay, I clearly don't look gay enough. And uh, I was like, I'm just going to I'm gonna cut my hair shorter and uh, just kind of really get, gay it up a little bit. And I had one friend who, who was like, oh, oh, you're... You're, you're a lesbian? Oh, I didn't know. Um, I, w- I wouldn't have... Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. And I was like, what do you mean you didn't know that? Like, I was trying to make it pretty obvious. It's like, how can you not know? Are, are people not operating on the same... On the same body language cues and clothing and things? Like, what? Uh, seriously, man. Uh, and just on the same theme of... Uh, spilling up from someone and being like yeah i'm just gonna have sex with everyone um that was also the first time that i ended up having sex with a friend there were a lot of friends with benefits situations there i think for me pretty much everyone that i have had sex with i didn't really love or have feelings for um and and the other way around so this was another one of those situations and I was like uh, just kind of feeling really bad about splitting up with this person because they had started a relationship with someone else uh, before we officially split up. So to me that kind of was basically going into cheating territory even though I also wanted to split up with them. So there was this bitter taste of um you know that was the first person i had sex with and the only the only person i had sex with so at that point i didn't want um 
all my memories of having sex with someone to be connected to that person. So I thought, okay, well, uh, yeah, I might as well just go have sex with someone else now. Um, and um, I had this guy friend uh, who was, and I think had been really interested in that for a while. So it was kind of just waiting to happen really at that point. Um, and I remember, I mean, first of all, don't get me wrong, the cringe was real. The cringe was real. Just, just so uncomfortable. And uh, for some weird reason, he took a picture of me um, naked and showed it to me later on. And I remember just looking at that picture of myself and thinking, who is this person? Like, I don't recognize myself in this person in what I looked like and my body and that situation itself altogether. Um, just a sense of being just totally alienated from my own self in that picture. Really cringe and uncomfortable. And um, I never really approached anyone um, to have sex with. Uh, you know, I was never the initiator. And it's quite uh, impressive, I think, to have ended up having sex with a number of people without actually initiating it. Um, if, if no one had come on to me, um, I, I would still be a virgin, I think. <laughs> um, so a lot, a lot of uh, club environments where um, these people that I ended up having sex with were, were the ones that just for some reason felt comfortable or justified in being quite forward about it and um, sometimes non-consensual um, that somehow seemed acceptable in that environment uh, in a sort of a, a clubbing situation where somehow the rules are different and, you know, if you're drunk and it's late and whatever, uh, surely that's what you're there for and surely you want this and surely, you know. Um, I, don't, I don't know about that. Maybe questionable. Um, I definitely do think in a in that sort of environment, it's very difficult to know exactly what the rules are and know exactly what you're doing and what you're not doing. Um, I was on the other side of that equation at one point um, where one of my friends who I'd met previously, you see how all this connects, um, was making out with someone that seemed a stranger. I, I don't know if, I don't know if she knew them or not, but anyway, we were all quite drunk and they made out for a bit. And then I remember thinking, oh, well, she's making out with this like total random person. I'm also going to make out with this random person. So I kind of made out with them and there was really no indication that they were going to be interested. So as far as I'm concerned, I just pretty much just jumped them. And really, I didn't even have the capacity to have any other memory of what was going on i just know i wanted to do it and um really i've got no knowledge as to what that person i don't know who that person was complete stranger really um but this friend that she was making out with um that is how we met clearly she was into me and 
I didn't actually know that. I, I was so naive. I thought, you know, this person's just being friendly, right? And then at one point, she just kind of has me against this wall and just jumps on my face. Uh, and I was like, oh, I did not expect that. And I didn't actually want that. But once it happens, it's too late. So we kind of fell into that sexual dynamic um, as a consequence of that action and not really because there was a mutual decision to do that. Um, a slightly different thing happened with another person uh, who also had to basically very much initiate this with me. But the difference was that actually we had known each other for longer than two seconds. <laughs> and there was a mutual attraction that was confirmed by this mutual friend. Mutual friend being uh, the person that jumped me that I just talked about. So all these people are kind of connected, really. So there was a there was a there was a knowledge that they're attracted to me and I'm attracted to them. So um, obviously I wasn't going to really do anything. So you know they had no choice but to initiate, which which was fine. But really the point about that particular interaction was that it was actually um, a lot more enjoyable than any of the previous ones I'd had. Um, I guess you know just a. A compatibility compatibility is a real thing you know some people some people you kiss them and it's just really not working right but with this person it, it was working and um it, it was it was physically enjoyable in a kind of straightforward way but the actual sex itself um was just a bit weird you know i guess even even as lesbians, where there isn't this, you know, what does sex mean sort of context, there is still a book of what sex means. And it wasn't so much a case of, um, I want you to do this, or what do you want sort of thing. Just kind of assuming that and just thinking like, okay, you want to be fingered and you want, you know, at one point she put a finger up my ass and I was so not into that I was like why would she think that that was something that I was going to want like you know I guess you're making some assumptions but that seems like a bit more of a non-assumption like it's I don't know I was just like so not into that and you're kind of just doing whatever random thing you're supposed to be doing and just expecting it to be good. And if it's if you're lucky, it is good. And if you're not lucky, it's not good. But I feel like you can't really expect to enjoy something that is some sort of generic prescription for everyone having sex because that literally does not make sense. Uh, but that was, you know, relative to the other ones, that was still um, the most enjoyable um, sort of encounter. But... Um, I, just, I don't think I ever really took, like, a conscious role in my having sex. And I did mention how there was no proper um, emotional involvement with any of those people. Um, so in terms of kind of really being present in that moment, 
that never happened. I think in that in that sense, I still see myself as a virgin. I think transitioning also um, makes me feel like more of a virgin because I feel like I'm literally a different person. So yeah, that person had sex, but it's got nothing to do with me. I'm a different person. I'm, I've just got so much more insight into myself and I see myself as an agent of my identity and my desire. I think then I really just did not have any agency over it. It was just like, uh, oh, well, these people are throwing themselves at me. So I'm just going to do whatever and uh, just see what it is. I think it's very common for young people to have that attitude towards sex where sex happens to you and you aren't really part of it. <laughs> it's like, well, you have, you've got these body parts and this is what you do with them. You know, whether you're into it, whether you want it, it's just secondary and irrelevant. Um, especially when what you do want just doesn't seem to be an option. You know, if what you do want, you can't do because you don't have a dick. If what you do want, you can't do because you're ashamed of being gay. If what you do want is somehow problematic, right? So whatever sex I have next, um, I think... Even just because of that, I expect to be way better. Um, I've just got I've got high expectations of it at this point. Um, I see these escapades as a collection of fumblings. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. In the moment, for some of these things, it was enjoyable. But I think the reason it was enjoyable was because of the um, social interaction of someone fancying me who I also sort of at least somewhat fancied back um and being you know a lesbian at that point the context of most people not being into me was very significant to adding intensity to these encounters because when you walk down the street and you're not interested in any of the men and none of the women are interested in you, you're sexually isolated. So, you you know, if you find a small minority where you are attracted to these women and they are attracted to you because they're lesbians, um, it's a holy grail of even that, even the attraction alone. You don't even have to have sex, but just the fact that you could actually like someone and they could like you back becomes this big deal. So... If you are actually having sex and if it does happen to even be vaguely enjoyable, that acceptance and that desirability is really what makes it enjoyable. Uh, and, you know, what's actually physically happening uh, is beside the point. And to be honest, you know what, this does bear mentioning is that no one ever made me come. Uh, not that I expect them to make me come, but just a combination of me being just deeply uncomfortable in myself. Um, and also having sex with people to this prescription that just didn't work and um, it being an exercise unrelated to having a satisfactory relationship with those people I think all contributed to it just being a really not great I think is the way to describe it So now, having transitioned, 
you know, I think those themes are really just mine to own. Uh, but transitioning does throw a few curveballs at me at the same time. Um, in terms of just you know, I see it as a as as a much more physical thing now. Um, it's less about finding someone who would be into it, and and I've I've I've. It was very externalized then. I think I've internalized it a lot more now, where I don't see it as oh, I'm just I hope to fancy someone, and if they fancy me back, yay, that's the end game. Now it's much more of a, you know, knowing what I need and knowing what I want, and just having a much more realistic point of view on myself and my interactions with people and my desire and there's been I've, I've done a lot of introspection really because the thing is these subconscious settings actually influence your behavior um and if you're not aware of those settings you do things that don't really make sense you know well i'm having sex with this person it's not that great but i keep having it why do you keep having it um I am not, you know, I'm not enjoying myself with this person or um, I'm having these sexual difficulties with this person that I do have feelings for or um, whatever it may be. You know, obviously those subconscious settings are there, whether you can look at them and see what's going on or whether you're kind of just sleepwalking. Um, the, I think the reality still is that that is there. And I would like to ignore it and just kind of go for it anyway. But I think I would I would be setting myself up for hurting myself in doing that. I think it's better to just kind of know yourself and do things at your own pace. And accept whatever that means. Than try to reject your feelings and reject your situation and force force your way forward um, only to then inevitably crash and burn you know because no one is going to give you a medal you know well you know people yeah people do give you a medal for having sex there's definitely an aura of excitement around it but at the end of the day you have to live your own life internally and you experience all the colors of the rainbows in terms of your emotions. Whereas whatever other people, you know, give to you is a, is a monochromatic pile of shit. So <laughs> I'd rather just feel happy in myself than um, feel like I need to justify anything to anyone. All right, catch you next time. Leave a rating. Thank you.